You're listening to The Leadership Pod, episode 13, how to get honest feedback when you're the boss. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan, leadership expert and your guide to help you build your brand, visibility and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Leadership Pod. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to talk a little about my YouTube channel. Now, I know this is something I have mentioned in a previous episode, but just in case you didn't listen to that episode, I want to mention it again for this one. So about a month ago, I started uploading more videos on my YouTube channel. Now, I've actually had that channel for a number of years, but in the past month, I have dedicated Uh, my time to uploading one episode a week. Now, these episodes on YouTube are based on these podcast episodes that you're already familiar with and that you're listening to right now, uh, but they're much shorter in length. So the podcast, as you know, it runs for about 20 to 30 minutes. The YouTube videos run for about seven to 10 minutes. So they're much shorter, but they could be a benefit to you if you do like to watch and learn content in video format uh, on your phone or even on your computer. So if you want to check out my YouTube channel, uh, head over to YouTube, type in my name, Kara Ronan. I'll spell it for you. It's K-A-R-A-R-O-N-I-N. Type in my name and you will find my channel. There are already a number of videos ready for you to watch. The content of those videos is for emerging leaders. So just like this podcast is, and a lot of the topics are drawn from these podcast episodes. And while you're there on the YouTube channel, if you do like the content, then make sure you subscribe to the channel and also hit the notification bell so you actually get notified every time I release a new video. Um, If you don't hit that bell, then you won't know when I release a new video and you'll miss out. So let's get back to today's episode. What we're talking about today is how to get honest feedback when you are the boss. So you've been promoted into a leadership position. You are now the boss. You now have a team. People now have to give you feedback. The issue you have and what most people have when they are uh, transitioning into a leadership position in regards to feedback, the issue they have is that it's hard to get honest feedback. Okay, so people are used to being at the same level as you in the organization and they didn't need to give you feedback in the past or if they did, they weren't afraid of doing it because there weren't any consequences or negative repercussions on them or on their job if they did give you feedback. But because you have been promoted, things have changed. Now you're the boss. Your position has changed. And some people may be afraid to give you feedback because, as I mentioned, it can have an impact on their job. So they might hide information from you. They may not give you honest feedback. And this can be a really a real problem for many emerging leaders because it's now when you need feedback the most. You are new in your leadership position. 
And it is very helpful for you if you have feedback coming in regularly and if you have honest feedback to help you know whether you're doing the job well and what areas you can improve on. Because before you were promoted to a leadership position, you were great at your job. You had a, a, a high level of technical skill and that's exactly why you were promoted. But now as a leader, you're required to do different things. Your responsibility has changed. Your focus is more on your leadership skill, your people management skill, uh, your team management skill. And all of those things are likely to be new to you. You've probably never had to do them before. So this is the time when feedback is crucial for you in your career. And it's really going to help you advance and do a great job in your leadership role. So you're up against a major obstacle. People are reluctant to give you feedback when you need it the most. Now, how do you overcome this obstacle and how do you get honest feedback on your performance so that you can advance, you can improve and you can grow as a leader? Well, this is what we're going to be talking about in this podcast episode. And I'm going to be sharing with you seven ideas on how you can get honest feedback when you are the boss. Okay, let's get into idea number one is to establish a feedback culture. So as soon as you're in your new position, it is important that you establish a culture of open, honest communication and feedback with your new team. It basically sets the tone for you as a leader and helps you or helps you get your team to understand what you expect from them and what they can expect from you. This is really important and it's a crucial part of of getting feedback from your team and getting honest feedback. If you've ever been in an office environment where you were scared to go to your boss, uh, if you had a problem or an issue, then you'll probably know what I'm talking about and you'll probably be able to understand. Sometimes there's a barrier there. So you need your boss, you need your leader to actually open up that barrier and let you know that it's an, an environment with open and honest communication and it's okay for you to go to them with any problems or issues that you're having. But the thing is, a feedback culture doesn't just happen. It doesn't, it doesn't just happen as soon as you're in the leadership position. People need to understand uh, that you expect and you are establishing a feedback culture for them. You need to proactively create it. And because you are the leader, you are the one who is responsible for creating it, okay? And when you do this, you're strengthening the trust with your team. When they trust you more, they'll be more open to giving you feedback and more open to giving you honest feedback, which is the kind of feedback that you want and need as an emerging leader. So, How do you develop a feedback culture? You're probably asking yourself this. Well, there are three, four things that you need to do. So the first thing I'd suggest you do is when you're in that new position, you should set a meeting with your team, organize a meeting as soon as you're in that new position. The second thing is tell them how your role has changed Because remember, you've been promoted from a a lower position. Now you're in a leadership position. Uh, They have known you before and they know you now. So they need to know how your role has changed from before to what it is now. So how your role has changed, what you expect from them as a leader, what are the leadership uh, expectations that you have from them and what they can expect from you. So set a meeting with your team, tell them these three things, how your role has changed, 
what you expect from them and what they can expect from you. Now, when you are explaining to them what you expect from them, that is the part your your opening, you know, opportunity to talk about giving you feedback about the culture of feedback you want to emphasize and create in that team. And when you explain about the culture of feedback that you'd like to lead by, you also need to tell them that it will help you grow as a leader. Tell them that you are invested in growing as a leader, that you want to become better at being a leader. So when you tell your team that you are emphasizing a culture of feedback and you're trying to establish a culture of feedback that you would like to lead by, you also need to tell them that it helps you grow as a leader. When you do that, they'll be more invested into giving you feedback that will, of course, help you grow as a leader because they know that that's where your intention is and they'll want to help you achieve that goal as well. It also helps to open up the environment to let them know that it's okay to give you feedback because you want to improve. You know you may not be a great leader right from the beginning, but you you're invested and interested in improving your skill as a leader. So it helps to give them the confidence that it's okay to come to you with feedback and emphasizes that you want feedback from them because they really do need to hear this. Otherwise, they will hold back and they will be reluctant to give you feedback. The fourth thing you need to do is to show genuine genuine interest in into what they're working on. So you do this in the meeting as well. Always ask them what they're working on. Always give them an opportunity to talk about uh, things they've achieved, any problems they're facing. And if they do raise an issue, how can you best help them? Ask them, how can you best help them? You need to offer them your support and you need to let them know that you're there for them as a leader. And when you've communicated this in the meeting that you want feedback, you are now showing genuine interest in your team and it helps reiterate the message that you are open to honest feedback, you want honest feedback, and your staff can see that you really mean it. So that's the first thing you need to do. Now onto the second thing that you need to do to get honest feedback is you need to ask for it constantly. So establishing it just once or asking for it just once in the very first meeting when you're pushed, when you're put into that leadership position, it won't be effective. People might forget. People may not realize that you are serious about this. They might just think that it's something you you just said because you thought you should have said it uh, when you got into that leadership position. So you need to ask for it constantly. So remind people, it doesn't have to be every meeting, but every couple of meetings or every three or four meetings, just remind them that you're open to feedback, that you want feedback from them and ask them to give you that honest feedback that they have. Now, what you're doing here is you're you're establishing a sense of trust with your team. Now, this won't happen overnight uh, and it may not even happen within a week. It may take a number of weeks or even a couple of months for you to establish this level of trust with your team and for them to truly believe that you are open to feedback from them. So that's why I say you need to ask for it constantly. Uh, as I said, every meet, not, maybe not every meeting, but every couple of meetings or every three meetings, just mention it to them, remind them that you would like their feedback. Even if you have one-on-one conversations with them outside of the meeting uh, area, you know, in your interactions with them, you can also use those times as opportunities to ask for feedback and remind them that you're open to feedback. And particularly when, when people are having problems, if they come to you with problems, 
you do need to ask, how can you best support them in this, in support them in fixing this problem, okay? So this also lets them know that you're open to feedback and it helps establish the number two, uh, what we're talking about right now is ask for feedback constantly. Okay, let's move on to number three. So when you get feedback, you need to act on it. Doing nothing, when you get feedback, it sends the message that you're a fake, that you can't be trusted, that you just said it because it's something that you are supposed to say when you're in a leadership position. It doesn't make you look good as a leader and it doesn't make you look serious. So when you get feedback, you actually need to act on it because this lets the team know that you're serious. You're serious about this feedback. And if people have given you feedback, then you've done something to improve on that area. So acting on the feedback that you get is incredibly important. I want to give an example to you. So if somebody says to you that they wish you they had more time in uh, weekly team meetings to talk about what they're working on, for example, and the results that they're producing for the team, they, they, they come to you with this issue and they feel that it's something that you could improve on as a leader, you could give them more time and other people on the team more time to talk about what they've been working on and the results that they've achieved then you need to listen to that. You need to take that piece of feedback seriously and you need to act on it by allowing your team extra time to talk about what they've achieved in their weekly team meetings. And how you would do this is in the meeting, you would actually allocate a certain amount of time, maybe at the beginning of the meeting could be a great way to begin a team meeting, where you ask people, you go around the table and ask each person to talk about what they've been working on and the results that they've produced for their team. So remember, if you don't act on the feedback that you get, people will soon understand that you aren't serious. And what happens is they stop giving you feedback because they feel, well, I'm giving my leader feedback, but they're not doing anything about it. They're clearly not serious. So I'll just stop giving them feedback. And then what happens there is you as a leader, you, your growth is stunted. You don't grow anymore because you're not getting feedback on what you can improve on. Remember, you're new in this position. You do need feedback. I know it can be hard to take feedback sometimes, especially when it's negative feedback, but to, in order to grow, in order to improve as a leader, you do need feedback from your team. So when you get feedback, make sure that you act on it. That's number three. Number four is don't be defensive when you get feedback. Now, this is going back to the issue of uh, feedback being hard to take, especially when it's negative feedback. I, I get it. I, I, I know that feedback is hard to take, especially if people are telling you about things that you can improve on. But just like uh, not taking action when people give you feedback, being defensive about the feedback when you get it also sends the message that you aren't serious about the feedback. You need to be open about receiving feedback. And you also need to think that it, it takes a lot from your team to come to you with feedback. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, it can have an impact on their career or on their job with you or on their position in the team. So a lot of people will be scared to give you feedback. Now, if you act defensive about it, when they give you feedback, then it's just going to reinforce that in them and they, they're not going to give you feedback anymore. So you need to stop being defensive about 
receiving feedback from your team and take it seriously. So I want to share with you another example. If a team member comes to you uh, with an issue and they say, so client A, let's call them client A, is causing a lot of stress in our team and we'd like some more support from you in handling them. We don't know how to handle them well enough. So could you support us in this? Don't reply with, well, it's your job to handle it, not mine and wipe your hands clean, okay? That is not what a leader would do. A more productive response would be something like this. I understand what you're saying. Let's organize a time to sit down together so we can talk about how I can best help you handle this client. And in the meantime, could you come up with a list of possible solutions that you and other people in our team have come up with, some ideas on how to handle this client better, and we'll discuss that together in the meeting. Okay, so this shows that you are eager to help them. You're not being defensive about the feedback. Uh, You you know, your team member has come to you and said they would like more support in, you know, this area and handling this client better. You haven't pushed them away. You haven't said, well, it's your responsibility. It's your job, not mine, so handle it. You have embraced it. You have been open to receiving that feedback and you've organized to sit down with your team and even asked them for suggestions on how they think they could handle it better. Okay. So not being defensive about receiving feedback is extremely important. And it's something you definitely need to establish with your team so that they continue to give you feedback and so that you can continue to grow as a leader. Number five, is to request examples. So when you receive feedback from people, uh, as I mentioned, they will be reluctant to give you feedback, especially if they're more on the shy or the introverted side. They might be reluctant to give you feedback. Because they will be reluctant to give you feedback, they probably word the feedback in an indirect way. They probably go around the issue and they, and they don't actually highlight the exact issue that they're facing or the exact topic of the feedback. They'll give it to you in an indirect way and not directly. So what does this lead to? This leads to you being confused about the feedback and you're not sure what you need to improve on. Okay, for you to get feedback that is constructive, that you can use, you need to be 100% clear on what that piece of feedback is. So you need to ask your team for examples. Now, it helps you better understand what they mean and it helps put it into context. So I will give you an example of this. So when somebody tells you, you don't explain enough in our meetings, Okay, you you just tell us what to do, but you don't explain the details enough in our meetings and we're not sure what you're asking us. You need to ask that team member to give you an example. So ask them, well, could you give me an example of how I did this in the last meeting or how I did this recently? And no doubt they will come up with an example because they're giving you that piece of feedback because they have experienced it. So they'll relate and immediately think back to a specific situation where you did give them directions in the meeting and it wasn't explained clearly enough, okay? So you really need to ask for examples when you are getting feedback. It helps you better understand the feedback better understand the situation, and it makes sure that what that person is saying is true, 
okay? Because sometimes when people give you feedback, uh, they may not do it honestly, and they may trying to be jeopardize. They may tr be trying to jeopardize your job as a leader for whatever reason they have. Okay, but asking for examples helps to make sure that the feedback is honest and it's something that they have actually experienced. Now, the sixth tip I have in asking and getting honest feedback from your team is to start anonymously. So. This helps with people who are reluctant to give you feedback. As I said, some people in your team may be shy or introverted and they may hold back. They may not want to give you feedback uh, because it could put their job in jeopardy. It impacts their job. So you need to, you still need to get feedback though, and you need to know what you can improve on and how you are going as a leader. So how do you do this anonymously? One thing that a lot of companies have implemented is a 360 degree evaluation. Now, a lot of these are uh, anonymous to a large extent, and you've probably actually had to do one yourself in the company that you work for or the previous company that you've worked for. So a 360 degree evaluation is a good way to do that. Another idea on how to get anonymous, anonymous feedback is hiring a coach or a mentor now, not all companies like to do this because it is an added cost to the budget, but it does give you a great external view on what is happening. Okay, so a, a coach or mentor that you have hired to help you with your leadership development can also meet with your team and can also meet with them to get feedback and insights from them about your performance. Okay, so it's good a good idea to use an external person, somebody outside of the company to do this. And then the coach would then or mentor would then relay the information back to you and work with you on helping you overcome those problem areas that people have raised. Uh, in your team. Another idea is to ask your supervisor about their observation of your leadership style. Okay, so what have they heard about you around the office? What have they seen? What have they observed as your leader about your leadership style? And what do they think you can improve on? So that's a really good way to get, to get a different opinion from somebody outside of your team. Now, you could also go to somebody within your organization, so not your boss, but somebody else probably at your level, another leader at the same level as you in the organization, and nominate them to be the go-to person for your team's feedback. Okay, so your team can come to you with feedback, but they can also go to this other person if they have feedback as well that relates to you. And they might be more comfortable going uh, to this person rather than going directly to you, especially if they're reluctant to give you feedback, because that can help to keep it on a more anonymous basis as well. But it does need to be a colleague that they will trust, that they know and they like and they trust so that they actually give honest feedback to that person. So it's all about setting up an avenue for your team to get their feedback back to you in a way that's comfortable for them and that will help you get that honest feedback from them. And the seventh and very last idea I have on getting honest feedback from your team is to use the method of triangulation. So this addresses, again, the issue of you not getting honest feedback. But the thing is, people don't give honest feedback all the time. I, I've mentioned this a little in this episode already. So 
people may give you feedback, but it may not be honest feedback. They may have their own intentions. Uh, it may be somebody who wants your position. They want to push you out of that position and therefore they'll give you negative feedback. That is not true. So that's what we're addressing here. Now it's up to you to sift through all of the feedback that you get and work out which feedback is honest, which feedback is legitimate and which feedback is, is made up or is based on somebody's prejudice against you. So that's, it's an unfortunate part of leadership, but it is a, an important part to help you get honest feedback from, from the people that matter, the people that can have an impact on your role as a leader. Now, how do you use this triangula triangulation? So what I recommend you to do is to ask five or six people from your team and other people outside of your team and ask them the same question. So this helps to see if the point of feedback is a common thread amongst everybody or if it's just one person. So for example, if you've received feedback that you don't delegate clearly enough, people are confused when you delegate, they don't know what you're asking. I want you to choose five or six people inside and outside of your team and ask them, I'm trying to improve my ability to delegate and I'd like to know if you have any suggestions on how I can delegate better. So what you're doing here is you're narrowing the question or the issue you're looking at, you're narrowing that down to delegation, okay, but you're leaving the question open so that they can tell you whether they think delegation is an issue for you, uh, and if it is, uh, what, what do you need to improve on? How can you delegate better to the team? So you need to narrow it down to the specific issue that you have had feedback on, but you're questioning that feedback. Narrow it down to a specific issue, but leave the question open so people can give you their honest feedback on whether it is an issue for them or not. Uh, and then if it is an issue, what you need to improve on. So when you're trying to get clarification on whether a piece of feedback is true and is common amongst more than one person in your team, you really need to narrow the conversation down to that particular issue, but you don't want to tell people what to say. So that is triangulation. Well, I have shared with you seven ideas on how you can get honest feedback from your team when you are the boss. Uh, now, I hope what you've learned in this episode has given you some strategies on how you can solicit this feedback and help you improve as a leader because I know that is why you're listening to this podcast. You want tips, you want advice, you want direction and strategies on how you can improve as an emerging leader. And this is a very critical time for you. It's when you're doing a lot of development, uh, when you're probably getting a lot of feedback and sifting through it, and you may be wondering whether the feedback you're getting is honest feedback or not, or you may be having a problem with your team and they're not giving you honest feedback and you need to solicit it. So I hope that these seven ideas will help you in the future to get honest feedback from your team and help you improve and grow as a leader. Well, that is all from me for this episode. So normally I let you know at the end of each episode, the resources that I'm going to link to in the show notes, the resources that I've talked about in the episode, but I didn't actually talk about any in this episode. What I will do though, is I have an article on my website that could be helpful for you. It's called Manipulative Versus Constructive Feedback. What is the difference? And this will help you understand the different types of feedback you can get. Obviously, constructive feedback is what you want to 
aim for, but manipulative feedback. That's what you want to avoid. However, in many workplaces, people do use it. So in that article, uh, I explain that a bit more and I'll link to that in the show notes. I'll also link to a couple of YouTube videos that will help you out in this area and with your leadership development. Now, next week, we are on to episode 14. And the topic of that episode is why brilliant leaders struggle with visibility and what to do about it. So if you have difficulty being in the limelight, being visible, then you want to listen to that episode. Until then, don't forget to share this podcast with your colleagues and friends on social media. And thank you again for listening. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you again very soon. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Leadership Pod. Thank you so much for listening. If you did find some useful tips in this episode, then please leave your review on iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share this episode with your colleagues. Remember, they might benefit from these insights too. And I would love to hear from you via my website or social media. You can leave a note at executive-impressions.com or find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. The links are on my website. Take care and thanks again for listening.